Hey everybody, this is Smashing Game Time. We are three brothers, that's right, three brothers who talk about video games. We break them down yearly and quarterly now. I am Nick. To my right, who is this asshole to my right? Oh, I'm that asshole named Jacob. And to my right... I am the other jackass known as josh we are just a bunch of assholes and jackasses talking video games before we get started though if you haven't already like and review us on apple Podcasts. i think you can do that on spotify now too leave a friendly i think you can leave a friendly you know i was listening to a sports podcast and the way he says so it's bomani jones and he says leave five stars if you leave four stars i'm inclined to think you're a hater and i love that and i was like that is really good uh but yeah if you haven't done that yet go ahead and leave a review uh, and four today, stars. Four stars. Uh, today, we are talking about 2008 Q3. But before we do that, we had a week off for the holiday. It was Passover, Easter, and Ramadan. It was like mega holiday, all in one. How's everybody feeling with the, after a week off? I feel... Uh, I feel great. I mean, like I start my new job you know, a couple of days. So I, it's good to have a month off and not working. Yeah, I'm just exhausted. You know, I'm a homeowner. I have to take care of the house, and I have a wife who wants to do projects. Oh, Man, shut up. the plight of Ow. the modern homeowner. Oh, this bathroom oh. could use new oh. tile. I'm, I'm sorry. You rental people don't understand the, the necessity to make sure your house looks good. I completely hey, I call that. someone if something breaks. Yeah, if something breaks. If something's not working right, I call a guy. I, it's it's quite nice. And guess what? When you guys need help when you finally do buy houses, guess what? I'm not coming around. Don't ask for I have help. YouTube. I have That's, YouTube. Yeah, we have YouTube. I'm probably going to hire a contractor. I'm not going to hire some random Josh off the street. <laughs> well, no, I'm, okay, so like, I'm not doing like, like electric or plumbing. I would just take care of the daily maintenance. Like I cut the grass, uh, trim the yard up. I had to take some seed and spread it because I have some dandelions growing like crazy this year. So just, you know, normal yard Josh, maintenance. And then, I'm so sorry. Your the, your war against the dandelions is this, you look war ravished. Is that a dandelion behind you? I think there's a dandelion right behind oh, you. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. Fucking homo. Oh, the dandelions. They're just all. They're just ravaging my yard. I have to take care of them. So now that this is recorded, here in the next ten to fifteen years, when either either of you buy a house or Nick Gus puts you in a house. Um, <laughs> I'm going to remember this, and I'm going to replay it every time you mention something about your yard. I just, I've <laughs> always, I've always, because, like, I'm not a homeowner. I let, let me put it personally on the podcast record. I am not a homeowner. I do not see myself owning a home for quite some time. I just, it sounds like a prison for the most part, because you have all your money in this thing. You're having to do all the work on this thing, and you might not be able to go out as much as you want to or go do things outside of killing dandelions in your backyard. I think See, I'm in the wrong podcast. So that's okay. That's your guys' problem, though, is you guys think of the negative parts. But think about this: where I'm putting all my money towards something to eventually own it once my loans or mortgage is paid off. You guys are paying towards some asshole to sit on his ass and bitch about how you guys aren't paying enough. Homie, we're all paying for boxes that we're eventually going to die anyway. <laughs> it's You're all not wrong. it's all boxes. <laughs> you li- pay to live very- in a box, rent or own it. You pay to fucking die in a box. I'll see. That's why I said when I'm 65 years old, my kids are old enough. I have at least one grandkid. I'm going to take my children out. They're going to put me down next to the lake. And they're just going to put one right behind my head. What is this? Look at at the flowers, Josh. What has everybody everybody been playing this week? Uh, In in the box that you either rent or uh, have bought. What is everyone playing? So the box I don't own, but I pay rent for. Uh, I've been playing. I actually back into Brawlhalla. I actually just played in a tournament last night. Toxic. That's a good place. So that was cool. Fifteen, fifteen dollars in my pocket. I mean, that's probably gonna be for a giveaway. But just Brawlhalla and TFT. Man, the viewers are gonna be beating down the door for that fifteen dollar prize. Give it, dude, give it to us. Me. We need These that. Kids, when there's when there's like any dollar amount on the line for a tournament, kids are swarming. Oh, you it, and it has to be a like you can't. I did physical rewards for a few streams, and it's just a pain in the ass logistically. Like, oh, you live in fucking Germany? This is gonna be expensive. <laughs> yeah, it's always gotta be logical here. Like, they're not ever gonna give away physical stuff. Yeah, Nick has taught me to do everything digital, or if it's gonna be physical, they have to be located in one of the U.S. states. It's yeah, it's it's just a it's, lot of work. I sent one 3D model off. It cost me like fifteen bucks. It wasn't. Even, it was like this big. It was. 
Yeah, I know well, I printed it for you. Yeah, I know. A lot of these, a lot of these tournaments, they'll they'll have like a, a server region that it like that's the tournament where it's only allowed for that unless you want to play in the U.S. But live in Japan, good luck because your connection is gonna be shit. Mm. Uh, I've been playing Genshin Impact. Can't say that. Can't say that, Josh. Not at this climate. I could have said he was beating so, them. So how is Genshin Impact? Um. So I think of it as more content to Breath of Wild, basically, because obviously it plays very similar to it as far as the glider and stamina mechanic and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. I, I, I've been enjoying it. I've been playing it for the past two weeks because uh, I never... Like, it, it, no, it is, but I'm not paying any money for it. I'm, they I'm got doing all the free stuff. They got, they got you. Yeah, I'm doing all the free stuff. So like right now, like I, I'm not very far compared to what other people are because they are like years ahead of me at this point, but what I've played so far, I've been enjoying it, and it's just, it's something to do on the side. Hmm. I've been, uh, so I've been playing stuff for reviews, so I did that Oil Tycoon game, which I, I can't do, I can't do any more, like, tycoon-type games. It's, it's just, they start to blend together after a while. And then I played, I played this, uh, played this indie game called Lila's Sky Arc from Monolith of the Mines. It's their second I know, game. I I hate you for that, by the way. I wanted that so bad. Oh my god! I've, listen to the, so they have the whole soundtrack on YouTube and Spotify. Listen to it; it's so good. The game it's it's short, but it, it does some cool stuff. Like the so it kind of it kind of does that thing that like Oddworld Strangers Wrath did, where like all your ammo is type like kind of living, like living type ammo, and uh, it's like. You can you can tell it's a smaller it's a smaller team. I think it's only like two brothers making it. Two brothers, and it's just a lot of fun. Like yeah, there are some things that could be improved, but like for it being a second game, it feels plays really well. The music is amazing. Oh my god! Like if you had told me that this was an indie soundtrack, I would have been like shut shut your mouth, sh 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 shut your fucking mouth. No way, it's that good. If you if you look it up, look up the song the duet and or the drummer, and you'll be like oh. Oh hell yeah! This is my jam. Is it basically like a uh, Undertale soundtrack that like you don't like you, you you've heard of Undertale but you don't want to play because everybody talks about it and you finally listen to the soundtrack and you're like, dude, this is a freaking banger. I always feel weird comparing it to other games because I feel like it's kind of its own thing. But if I were going to like put it in between two comparisons, I'd probably say uh, it's somewhere in between Fez and Stardew Valley. Okay, okay. Maybe closer to the Fez side though. I'm, that's interesting enough. Like I said. I'd, to me, in my opinion, indie developers are doing a far better job when it comes to developing everything from soundtracks, gameplay, mechanics. I mean, it just all in all, because all these AAA talent companies are like, who's who? They're gonna measure. They're gonna pull the measuring tape. And they're gonna, say, okay, who can throw out the the greatest looking game possible with the shittiest mechanics and nothing works on day one? Well, and I just think I think stuff is like market research to death in those bigger devs. So like Naughty Dog with The Last of Us Two, like I watched a doc, I watched like a small little doc video about how they had a whole team that was dedicated to one of the factions, the way they whistled at each other, and they were communicating through whistles. And while it's really cool, you're like, that's a lot of fucking money to spend on a team that's whistling, <laughs> that just yeah. focus on whistle. They're focusing on whistle dialect, like oh, when they whistle like this, that means that they are aware Game of the enemy in the area. Game well, that just means year. that just means from now on though, like when they start to develop future games, rather than their other teammates know what's going on, that they're communicating that way. Like, Jared, we're on the same team. Quit whistling. I mean, I, I like The Last of Us too. I just thought I was like, this. Come on, guys, this is a little extra right here. Fun fact: I've never played it. Oh, it's I'll. Uh, this PS. Could you put a PS4 disc in your PS5? Yeah, I I, I could lend it to you. Uh, I don't need to write this second because I still haven't even beat uh, God of War 100%. So. God damn it. Nick, he's liquidating his house. God of War. He's, got, he's, he's too busy <laughs> playing God of Dandelions. He can't beat God of War. All right. So, folks, today we're doing Q3, Q3 2008. We made, a, we made a change up. We finally found a format we're landing on. We picked out the five standouts. We're going to talk about them for a little bit. We've got a few news things to talk about, not too many of those. And then I've got a little quiz about the Summer of Arcade, because this is right around the time the first Summer of Arcade from Microsoft and Xbox came out. So I'm going to quiz Jake and Josh on that, and uh, the winner will determine who's doing next week's speed cap. You guys ready to get started? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's get hey. started.
Josh, what do we got first on the list here? First, July 30th, we've got Geometry Wars Retro Evolved 2. So you know what's crazy about uh, Retro Evolved 2 to me is that it's based off a game that wasn't even its own game for the longest time. It was because Geometry Wars 1 was originally like an arcade game you could find in, I think it was Project Gotham Racing 2 or 3. Yeah. And so then they put the first game out on its own on Xbox Live. And then they, <laughs> they were like, fuck it, let's do this. And I forgot that this version had multiplayer. Or this, this yeah, game had multiplayer. Yeah, I don't care for it because there's no leaderboard. Yeah, you would want... Because I remember just trying to... I mean, I played this game a lot growing up and just wanted to get you know high on the leaderboards, but... There was, playing, no, there was no leaderboard for the multiplayer? No, no, not a leaderboard for the multiplayer at all. So it was kind of, like, annoying... I was that like, well, would... this sucks. That has there's no reason for me to play it unless I just want to be competitive against whoever's with me at the time. That would have been so cool because like every because like this came with six game modes out the gate, and like I, if I remember the screen correctly, like each game mode had like scoreboard with your friends on it, yes. so you could see where. Correct. So it's kind of like how PS5 is right now with like the different as like I think Astro's Playroom or was it Sackboy? Like you can see where someone's speed is on something. So that was like a very like the leaderboards were a very integral part of the single player. So you would think it'd be cool to like see you and a buddy like name next to each other on a leaderboard. So I just I saw it in the video. That's why I'm going to ask this question. I saw I saw the friends leaderboard they had on there, and then it looked like before you clicked on the mode, they had people's names and points lined up. Mm -hmm. Is that was that the friends still or was that? That was the, that go. was the that was the friends. That was still. the friends. Okay. Yeah, and if so, if this video ends up going into the main menu, they have the six modes of the game lined up next to each yeah. other, and there's like a scoreboard above each one to show you where you are mm -hmm. in relation to your friends. And didn't you to unlock each mode? Didn't you have? To, I might be thinking of three, but didn't you have to go through each like? So you had to start with like the basic mode. You basically you basically had to have a successful them. you basically had to have a successful yeah. run of one game mode to unlock. The so unlock okay, that's right. Yeah, because three three was kind of like an adventure kind of thing where you had to like go through you know, like each uh, level had it like its own different map, its own different um, rules and stuff. And that one with each level had a leaderboard, so that was pretty cool. Because I remember on one of the modes or one of the maps, I was in the top hundred. So when the game first came out. So for those listening to audio who don't know what Geometry Wars is, this is like a bullet hell, like a score, like a score dash game or whatever, the score runner game, where basically you're a little ship shooting these different shapes. It gets pretty crazy. You picking up little like bug looking things that multiply. I think these bug things were new. They, the bug thing. Yeah, they didn't add it. The they didn't have it yeah. in the first one. Yeah, the first one, it was just you killed and after a certain amount of kills, it would multiply and you kept going up to a certain point where this mm -hmm. one it was the bugs and with this one it wasn't as not as grippy like in the first one i remember like well, eventually once you got certain upgrades and, and killed certain enemies like the map would just be like you ever seen like somebody throw a rock into a lake and it would make that ring effect it would do something like that where with this it's more of like the fireworks effect well and i think so this, this one's game... more colorful like i i still like the first one better than this because the first one just felt like a more well like this is polished but that first one, it was just score run, like no no messing yeah, around game modes, simple. just that one mode, and you were in. I, it had two yeah. modes, but like they were typically they were basically the same. It's so like with this one, all they did, to, in my opinion, besides add a couple modes, was do a couple things that they had for their achievements. So, for example, for the first one, there was path pacifism, pacifism, excuse me, where you know you had to survive a certain amount of time without killing anybody. So that was a mode on here where you had one life and you couldn't shoot. Then you had the evolved mode, which is what you're typically used to like what it was in the first uh and then i think from there the rest of them were kind of like the newish ones like the ones that are like okay hey we're gonna throw in deadline now where you have to score as many points as possible in a certain amount of time so on and so forth and then i i never played the third one i just know like this what a great way like i don't know if this was the first game on xbox arcade like the summer of arcade but like what a way to like kick it off like to show that you yeah. had faith in this program that you were like oh like this thing that people love, we're going to put the second version of this in here. Because this was before, this was still all before Steam and how crazy it got and how like everything's now on Steam. Mm -hmm. So like this was, this was like smaller indie type title because this was from Bizarre Studios, same people who did the first. This was a chance to like 
get out there and be like seen by more eyeballs that probably wouldn't have seen this stuff. But yeah, here, so here are all the game modes right here. Yeah, Anything so else? To, was... uh, my favorite, Gosh. my favorite was the sequence one, just because of how challenging it was. I just like the evolved. The evolved was just the yeah, evolved is just, just great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't mess with the formula when it works perfectly. Anything to add about this before we move on, boys? I uh, I don't believe it was the first Nick. I believe it was um, Bionic Commando Rearmed. I think that was the first. You know, I was reading a list of like someone had like the best arcade games in two, like I think it was 2012, and they had that at number two. And I was like, really, really? That was your and number two Xbox Live arcade game? It was a terrible. It was a terrible list. Uh, what's next? What is next, gentlemen? Uh, August six, we have Braid. Braid. So wait, they didn't close out with Braid, right? No, 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 no. Castle uh, Crashers, I believe, is the ones that they close out with. So I honestly, I think Braid, like the whole. Let me get it up on the screen. So for those who don't know, Braid is a two D platformer. I forget the name of the actual studio. I know the name of the guy who designed it. It's Jonathan Blow. He would go number on to none. do, huh? Number, number none. none. Studio. Number, number none. Yeah. So he would do this, and then he'd go on to do The Witness, and I think it was 2015 or 2016, well, first-person puzzler. This game, I think we have to thank this game for every other indie 2D scroller that has come out since. Not only that, but the more of the this and Bioshock for like the, the twist. Yeah. All yeah. the twists that come. Oh yeah, the games. twist in this game. Yeah, I was about to bring that up. Uh, so if there, if Bioshock is the most overly essayed video game on youtube that is a shooter this would be the overly essayed it's between this and limbo being the over essayed 2d platformer games <laughs> yes for sure i mean mechanically so i'm gonna we'll come back to the twist of course but mechanically wise I, what i found so interesting about this game was not only were the collectibles only optional if you want, if you want to get the true ending, they were they, you had to get them. But you could play the whole game up to a certain point without having to collect a single thing. Well, you you'd have to go back to get the puzzles to get to the end of the game, though. Well, right. Well, the the the, the true, the hundred percent true ending. Yeah. Yeah, because they unlocked the path to the top room. Yeah. I, but of I course, did, I I did like how each game <clears throat> or each area like played with your expectations. So first one was just straight up rewinding. I think the second one, like rewinding would send you in a certain direction. So you wouldn't be like, you'd be rewinding what you did, but you weren't rewinding back to where you were. So like if you ran back, if you ran, it would run you forward the other way if you were rewinding. So yeah, here's that puzzle room we were talking about. Yeah. So Dick, I think it was, it's like, so they had like a, a title kind of thing. So like the second world, the world that he was just in is time and forgiveness. Mm Mm-hmm. The third area was time and mystery. Fourth was time and place. Five was time and decision. And then six was hesitance. And then the fourth, I think it was just like, or the last one was just kind of like a, it's normal. This is what it truly is. And you know, looking at, we should, so the twist is that the guy you're playing is a fucking asshole. Oh, he's very much an asshole. If you look at him, if you like sit here and look at him and the way he's dressed, you're like, yeah, this guy kind of does look like an asshole, doesn't he? You know what he kind of reminds me of? Ed Sheeran. <laughs> no. Uh, do you remember the the guy from uh, Titanic who... Um, the guy who was uh, actually in, uh, in a relationship with Rose? Yes. That's what he reminds me of. But if you, if you watch... So he was... So yes, he was a bad guy. But Leonardo DiCaprio fucked his girl and she was getting... Drew her naked. She wasn't going to be Me. happy in that. She wasn't going to be happy in the relationship with that guy, but neither was she wasn't going to be happy in that relationship with Leonardo DiCaprio either. She fucking, I mean, lo- I mean it's she's been, the, she's the one. So. It's been said to death, but uh, there was room on that door for two people. Well, they did a Mythbusters and it was proved right. There was enough room and it could sustain their weight. So, is, you know, Tim's the biggest asshole on this screen right now, but I think the second biggest asshole <laughs> is anyone who says, well, they did a Mythbusters and. <laughs> I agree. But yeah, so, so great. And this was the game. Uh, Soldier. So they did. This game was covered in the indie game, the indie game documentary. It was this Super Meat Boy and Fez. And there were Jonathan Blow is a very, like, he's very artistic. He's like, 
if he has a message in his game, he likes to, like, he has it. Like, he wants people to get the message of the game. And I remember there was part of that documentary where, like, they point out that Soldier Boy did a video. You know, Twitch streamer Soldier Boy, uh, they're playing yeah. Braid and, like, they were rewinding. He's like, this game ain't shit. You just rewind time. And, like, John, like they interview Jonathan Blow after they show it to him. He's like, yeah, that kind of shit just hurts me. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this game has a lot to say about, like, forgiveness and... Um, being a shitty person. And if I remember correct, I haven't played it in years, but if I remember correctly, uh, Tim or Tim's grandfather, one of the two was part of the Manhattan project, which was the atomic bomb project during world war two. Uh, I believe it was Tim himself, isn't it? It's, it might've been Tim. Yeah. Cause that's like the whole story is he's trying to rescue or the, the idea is you're rescuing the princess from, uh, the horrible and evil monster and you're playing a game. That's what it looks like. But then you come to find out that you're the monster. And that's why she's running from you. What a fucking twist it was too. Like, Cause yeah, they put you through, they put you through a bunch of puzzles and you're sitting there trying to like, you're working together. She opens a door for you. You open a door for her. And then the game's like, Oh, Nope. And it rewinds it. In it. It's like, she's setting a trap. You break the trap. And then she runs yes. into the knight's arms because you're it just this fucking asshole. It literally blows your mind because at first, like you said, you're like thinking like, okay, yeah, we're, you know, you're trying to rescue her and things that she's doing stuff for her, but vice versa. And then you like start to read the last uh, journals and it like clicks in your head because then you like, they tell you go basically go back and play it in reverse and you do and you're just, your mind is instantly blown from it. And so, yeah, so there's mentions. So for those on audio, like you put puzzles together in the game and he's building one right now and you can't see it, but he's reaching for a glass of wine in this. And if I remember correctly, every puzzle he is reaching for some kind of alcoholic drink. And like there are little books that give you little snip, little like sentences about what's going on in the story. And I think a constant thing is his obsession with work. And then also like, he's kind of got a drinking problem. That Tim guy, he likes to, well, he likes to likes to hit the bottle. That's a fantastic game. Oh all around, God. I'm thinking about downloading Never it on Steam it. and replaying Never beat it. it. It's good. Jake. Honestly, Jake, give play it, it like if you have like a good day, just to sit there and play it, give it a try. It's really good. It's not long. Like once you figure out how to mess with the puzzles and stuff, you're fine. Yeah. Like the puzzle, like collecting the puzzle pieces is probably the hardest part. Putting the puzzles together is fun. Who would have thought putting a puzzle together in a game was fun? <laughs> I mean, it's nine pieces, like a kid's puzzle. But this, like. I think this game is the game you have to thank for like indie 2Ds like taking off like they did. Yeah, cuz it was so good. I'll stick to my Undertale. Anything anything else about Braid before we move on, gentlemen? That's all I got. I'm good, yeah. All right, what's next? August 19th, Two Human for the Xbox 360. This game was bad. It was shit. It was I... bad. I actually remember kind of enjoying it, even though it was really short and terrible, but it was bad. (laughs) So my, okay. So before we get into why everybody hates it so much, I actually, I did enjoy it. I I think if it was given the proper amount of time, respect and love, every other game should get this game would have been way better than it was. And I think we at least would have seen a sequel. So Two Human was a, I, I, I want to say it was like a 3D hack and slash, like by Silicon Knights, the guys who did the Metal Gear Solid 1 remake. They did, a, uh, it was a Eternal Darkness. So they had a pretty good track record up to this. And this was their Xbox 360 exclusive. They're using the Unreal Engine 3 from Epic, which was newer at this time. Unreal, Unreal Engine 3, their first game on that, I think was Gears 1. And this was basically supposed to be like metallic, like... What, what were they? Were they Greek gods, but they were futuristic Greek gods or something like that? Nor, Norse mythology. Norse mythology. Okay. Yeah. So like they are, I can't remember, I can't pronounce the name. It's like Asir. Uh, they, they like, they portray that, but they're tasked with like hunting uh, Loki's army. Basically. Oh. So just reading this, the game was notable for having remained in development hell for almost 10 years. Yeah, it was originally supposed to be uh, released uh, on the PS1. Yeah, in yeah, 1999. 1999. They, they had their first release, and then it was stuck in hell purgatory for, for almost 10 years. So and then they switched development for GameCube in 2000, and 
that didn't work out at all. They yeah, they had a they had a sweet spot. I think game working with GameCube and Nintendo and Konami of all places really helped them grow and then they kind of set out to do this thing. Oh, look at that Xbox achievement pop up. Oh my god. I'm nostalgia. I'm, I'm going back. Oh. Um this looks bad. Yeah. I'm still going to say it's so I remember slow. Enjoying it. It how, is very slow. How is it so slow? So this is the game that ultimately shut down Silicon Knights because they got Sue happy with Epic Games. Epic Games sued them back. Uh, Silicon Knights said that some of the stuff that Epic was saying about Unreal Engine 3 wasn't true. And then Epic was like, hey, the shit you're saying out in public right now is uh, kind of like you're, get, you're, you're giving out trade secrets, you bastards. And eventually Epic won. Physical copies of this game got taken off the shelf. Digital copy or the digital version got taken off. I think it's back up now. I think it was back up as of 2018 or 2019, according to this article I read. But this, how can you look at this and be like, this is fun? Look, it's gray. It looks like they're just like, hey, you like the Ark and Halo? We're gonna give you the Ark and Halo. No, I I think what made me interested in it, and I actually played it all the way through, is. Uh, it had a very much like the the aesthetic reminded me of Mass Effect. I think I think at this point Mass Effect's already out, right? We did talk about Mass Effect. Mass before. Effect for one was two thousand seven. Yeah, two thousand seven. Yeah. everyone like circle jerks two thousand seven. Kind of like how they circle jerk nineteen ninety nine for movies, like oh the Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's my one of the reasons why I kept it because it's like aesthetically it reminds me of as far as like the the HUD. Uh, character design stuff like that it's aesthetically pleasing and it reminded me of mass effect josh. you know it reminds me of something i put in the toilet <laughs> josh i i have news for you if you like this for the aesthetic of mass effect i've got these great games for you called mass effect mass effect 2 and mass effect 3 that you could play instead of playing this so i have all three the originals i have the legendary edition and i have andromeda so josh takes yeah, n7 one. josh takes n7 day off from uh, killing dandelions. <laughs> I killed the gath every time. Anything else about this before we flush the toilet on it, Josh? Flush the toilet. Just look it up. Don't buy it. Unless it's like a dollar. You really <laughs> look it up. You really look it up. You don't have to buy it. Just look at it, please. Okay, let, let me leave with this. If it's more than $10, look it up. If it's under 10 consider it. If it's a dollar, buy it. Do you have a sealed copy of this game? The thing that comes out of you after your Taco Bell dinner I did, I more didn't enjoyable than this Steam. shitty game. Nick, how much is it on Steam right now? Do you know? I, I'm not even going to look for you. <laughs> okay. I, I'll, I'm curious. I'm curious. I'm, I'm curious. All right, I'm curious. All right let's hear it. Let's hear it. It's not on Steam. Wop wop wop. Nick, did you say it was on Steam? No, it's on. No, it, it was up on the, the Xbox Marketplace. Okay, let's see what it is on the Xbox Marketplace. It, I think it's. I think they put it up for free. Do we know? What is this? I don't. What is this dumb game, Josh? Yeah. It is he's, free. He's it is totally he's free. Carry, he's carrying him. That ain't that metallic angel just came down and said, "I'm taking your boy," and now he's floating back up to do he's God going, knows robot. He's going what, to Va- he's going to Valhalla. Beam me up, man. Do you guys do you guys not know Norse mythology? If I died and a robotic angel came down to get me, I'd be like, "No, no, I want to die. I want to double die right now. Please, no." <laughs> anyway, it's free on marketplace. Give it a try if you've got it. Uh, no, don't don't listen to this clown. Just give don't. it. A- Give it a try. Get, get yourself some free achievements. How about that? What's next? <laughs> uh, August 27th, we have Castle Crashers. Oh, Hell yeah. Love it. This game. This was actually a hard game back in the day. Made by the Behemoth. Same guys that made that Alien game. Yeah, Alien Bahamut, they went on to do Pit People. Uh, they, they just kept on basically making Castle Crashers for like the last 10 years. Oh, they need to make another one. Like a sequel like, or something. So this looks like a new ground. It's, it's new, so it's new grounds basically, like that background of people, right? Yeah. Who did all these? The the this game had so much, like it had way more depth than it ever, like it should ever have had. <laughs> it had combat. It had sex appeal. It had witty jokes. Well, I mean, you've got the we- you got all the different weapons you can collect and store in like that little creature. You've got all the animals that give you additional abilities. Uh, Four-player co-op. I know the the uh, game had issues at the gate with the multiplayer, but once it got working, like so much fun. Yeah, it, like, I mean, like first people, off, what a way! 
Okay, good. I mean, people, I mean, you remember the arcades, people like the Simpsons, people like the mm-hmm. X-Men games like this. I forget what other ones that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's it's the side scroll beating beat up for those not watching the video version of this. Hacking slash. I mean, like what a way to end the summer. Like this is the reason why Summer Arcade lasted for so long. This like you started out strong or weak, but you ended it so strong with this. Bionic, fucking Bionic Commando. Get out of here with that shit. <laughs> I think I mean, that was more game, of a nostalgia thing, but the game kept on getting released too. The last release was PS4 in 2019. Josh, you said and Switch. You said there's a funny moment to click to. What is where? Where is that? Uh, twenty nine, twenty seven. I I said for comedic. Uh, whatever what was the exact word you used. Oh, is it? The, oh, oh, like this yes. This level. <laughs> yeah. This level was ridiculous. The fuck. Like, the the shitty deer. She wanted the one deer. <laughs> it just it cracks me up because like the whole time, all the animals. Every time you hear like the the ground chicken from this guy. Somebody is like shitting their pants. There's mm-hmm. the owl within the first 15 minutes. The deer here who's being projected by his that shitting. Did not, that okay, I was going to say, did none of them get the shitting deer? No, the shitting deer is no, there. Blue guy. He's no, the blue guy. Blue guy's blue got, guy's got, got it. it. The, the shitting deer is always there. Yeah. Oh, God. This, I forgot their humor can be kind of blue, but I love it. I The one thing, and this is just like a, uh, what, what what's the term the 2020 vision um hind, the one thing in hindsight like, the one thing in hindsight is after playing pit people i wish there was like an annoying narrator like pit people has cuz pit people's kind of the same setup it's people on an abandoned island like fighting through like puzzle levels but there's a guy in the background like oh you did it you dipshit <laughs> someone someone <laughs> just sitting those. there like berating you the whole time cuz that feels like it would be the per- like this I would be perfect to... for it I wouldn't either like that or like the narrator from uh, Bastion. That yeah, that one like just just some cheeky narrator or some because like this is an epic, and the, this is like an epic adventure. So you'd think you'd have like an epic narrator. Yeah, I just feel like when he, they finally see him for the first time, I would be like, he'd be like, oh holy shit, or something like that. <laughs> like <laughs> we're not expecting it. But yeah, this was this would be, this would be the game that four player co op would. Be, I mean model it's like non-first person shooter co-op would model itself after this it's a great game it's a fantastic game not only for what you're seeing now but just the content that comes with it like because not only do you have to go back collect all the animals collect all the weapons but then you go back and you can do hard mode then you also have all the additional characters even with the new releases they had, uh, had new characters come out like um i think there's like a black knight um uh, there's a skeleton now I mean, there's just so many characters you can unlock. Just all, yeah, the the depth of, like, selections and stuff. And, the, like, games were doing this for a long time, but I feel like, I don't know, I feel like this kind of drove, like, the Borderlands craze we would see later on. Yeah. Just with, like, I don't know, I, I'm not a big Borderlands guy, but I always thought, like, oh, yeah, you have, like, a million guns you can choose from. Just having that weapon selection. And it felt like there were a million weapon selections in this game. Yeah, that's I mean, what... A lot of games are actually steering away from the whole multiplayer thing. Like, you don't notice how Halo doesn't do a uh, four-player story mode anymore. Well, they're they're working on putting they're... the co-op in. They had that was something they had to shelf to like get the main story out by yeah the, this past December deadline. Yeah, so it's uh, August twenty-eighth. I think is what their roadmap said. Is oh yeah, they put they they pushed it because it was supposed to be like May or June, and they pushed it back again. Yeah. But yeah, I could see like because I think. I, I won't say this game is responsible for like the looter, the looter shooters that we've saw later down the road. I'd say that's more thanks Diablo, speak of the speak of the devil. But like, I don't uh-huh. know. Like this, this, this felt like more of the fun co-op as opposed to like the oh, looter shooter co-op. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can have your friends come over. You guys can like, you know, have a few drinks and play this game was, and have fun. This was still couch co-op at this point, right? Yeah. This oh game. no! You can, well, I mean, they, they well, you it, can't it, play it online too. Yeah, but, you can play it right. online. It was coach. Yeah, couch co-op is still a thing though with this. Man, bring couch co-op back! Come on, dudes. I mean, Nick, just just think about it. How do you think we all played it? This is when we only had one Xbox. Yeah, this is on the couch. You're right. You're right. I just uh we just we got so far away from couch co-op, and I miss it. We need we need it back. I hated this boss. I'm trying to remember. Oh, this is the cat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this was like the the second hardest boss in the game. I think this was the hardest, honestly. 
No, no I, I think the organ when you fight the the guy for the first time on the organ, I think he was hard. Yeah, he was tough. I w- I've never been cre- like games like this. The the levels where like you're not actually walking, you're on like a surface that you're just surfing around. I've never been so like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles had it yeah, with like the, the sewers. water levels. Yeah, not cre- man. Video games and water. Can you name a can you name a Nemesi <laughs> more famous? Anything else about yeah. Castle Crashers? Just a, like I said, but yeah, fantastic way to end Summer Arcade and to keep it a tradition for like five more years, even. something like that. Uh, 2008 to 2013, yeah, yeah. Bring it back, bring it back. What's uh, what's or the, make a sequel or something? What's the last thing we got here, Josh? Last one we got August 31st, Mercenaries 2 World in Flames. Oof, man, this so this one hurts because I liked Pandemic back in the day. Because I was I was a really big uh, Destroy All Humans fan, so uh, Pandemic was really known for their third person shooter type games. This was uh, open world like do missions. You know what? I'm gonna say it, Josh. I'm gonna say it. This was a better Army of Two. How dare you, sir? But how, many you army, how, how many people you play though? You play more than one, though, right? No, it's played... just one. You, you, it was just one person in this one. This game also, let me, I'm going to play this for the audio people and the people on video. You guys might not hear it. This game also had a world of oh, song. Oh no, oh no, yo, 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 oh no, you didn't. Sucker tried to play me, but you never paid me, never. Need to listen to it. <laughs> oh no, you didn't. Payback is a coming, you will be running forever. Oh, no, I can't hear you it. Until I get my vengeance, I will never so end this mayhem. Oh no, you didn't. I'm a mercenary, you ain't got a prayer, you owe me. Oh no, you oh, is it the main thing? Yeah, it's a uh, it's if you just look up mercenaries 2, oh no you didn't. That was that was a song that ran in the ad for this game. Uh for the for our audio listeners, this game third person shooter uh, right behind the back, so it wasn't quite like the Gears of War of this time, where you were taking cover. It was very much uh, if you if you know Just Cause, it's, it looks something like that, shooting down bad guys. Uh, you weren't messing with anything like your modern third-person shooters today, where you're climbing towers or like this was this was the second to this was Pandemic's last well-received game because after this they'd go on to do a Lord of the Rings game that was. Eh. And then they do the Sabatua, which was the, uh, I think it was the, you were liberating France from Nazis. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. not a saboteur, saboteur, but that's what I remember. It was, it, they had color schemes. A lot of it was like gray and black, but then like there was some red kind of looked like some Frank Miller stuff from the comics back in the day. This game was, the, the reason I bring it up was because Pandemic had a healthy trajectory they had the uh, they had the destroy all humans uh, franchise. They had this franchise, Battlefront uh, Two. They did Battlefront Two and One, from the sounds of it. And EA bought them in two thousand eight. Uh, I think Bioware was involved in that somehow. I forget what it was. Uh, and then they were promptly closed in two thousand nine. <laughs> the EA squeeze is real, my guys. Yeah. Pandemic, oh my god, like, Destroy All Humans 1 and 2 are, like, all-timers for me. Well, I mean, literally, I mean, literally, we just need, okay, so within, so 2004 to 2006, you've got Star Wars Battlefront, yep, yep. Destroy All Humans, yep. Battlefront 2, yep. Destroy All Humans 2. Four <laughs> fantastically received games within three years, and then from there, three years later, there are no more. And then EA pops in and says, gotcha, bitch. Yep, and then shuts him down. Like this uh-huh. look, has this aged well? No, but this looks like it, oh wow! <laughs> Back in two thousand eight, I would have loved this. <laughs> so I mean, okay, so for the, for the audience who doesn't know, the video caption for this was the game title, four K, twenty one, whatever I said it was twenty one sixty. Like it does not look good. Like for a already. 14 year old game it does not look that good in 4k there are there are some games from 2008 that have aged a little better just a little better i was you know if you had asked me what this came out i would have said this was the ps2 version if i went in blind i would have as well like the only game i can think of that's 
super old that people still like compare graphically and everything is still Crisis. Everybody still goes uses Crisis like a test bench for their computers when they're testing as far as graphics, uh, processing power, stuff like that. I mean, just I'm just shaking my head because pandem- Pandemic had it. They were doing great. And then EA's like, hey. We're going to buy you. We kind of want to fuck you up. <laughs> can we? Are we allowed to do that? Can <laughs> we Can we please? Can we please fuck Good you sense. up? <laughs> oh, they paid. Don't worry. Oh, they paid. They signed. Uh, any any parting words on those, gentlemen? I, let me Give me a second to look something up while you guys talk about those games summer of arcade anything about any of those games we talked anything we didn't talk about that you want to get like a quick word in i mean summer arcade was great i mean each game was like what 20 bucks a piece if not less it was great uh, to those uh talk speaking of pandemic uh a lot of uh, the developers who were on those games went ahead and actually just got employed by 343 industries and infinity ward Three, four, three. Yeah, so just just so you like their their talent didn't go to waste. They went to great companies, but but. So I just feel like like I mentioned this before that every now companies are more going towards the competitive side of video games since esports is a growing industry. Which I I understand. I understand that too. Like I can see like you have to you want to be in the market for it. But unless you're bringing something to the table, don't why bother? Like, if you if you're gonna copy Fortnite or if you're gonna copy, you know, Smash Brothers, unless like you're the first imitation that's available to all. Like, for obviously reasons, Brawlhalla Jake. I'm not trying to ba- uh, bash them, but they were probably created in the sense of they liked Smash Brothers enough, but obviously it's only a Nintendo exclusive where you want something to branch off in all these other consoles so you make your own version boom you got a game that everybody can play on any console and with each other right and it's free and it's free i mean like look okay now now you got me on brawlhalla right now so (laughs) brawlhalla has actually had a bunch of crossovers they've had crossovers with the walking dead capcom uh cartoons like adventure time steven universe um movies like hellboy um they even had crossovers with Shovel Knight. They've had crossovers with every like almost Shovel, a lot Shovel of Knight's big been in games. everything. Oh, yeah, I know, uh, I know. yeah. And so, like, and I'm not trying to dig on. Them. That's what I'm saying. Is like, what they did was they took something that already existed, branched out, and made it better. It's not exclusive to one, and it's not all like, oh, we have all this money. It was, hey, we have an idea that would be beneficial for everyone, and we could use some help. And that's what they got, and they made something fantastic out of it. That's where like, I'm getting. This year. And for esports, they have a prize pool of 1.5 million, I believe. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so they're growing. They're growing for sure. We'll see if they All keep right. doing it when we're out of like totally out of the pandemic. We'll see. Hey, look, pandemic. We've said it so much <laughs> yeah. today. It's well, it'll be on our SEO. What <laughs> we got? We got a quick news. Let's do the news real quick. Read all about it. Latest football scores. Morning paper. Morning star. Paper it's time for old news. Yeah. Uh, so E3. E3 2008. E3, E3 2008, baby. I, I was looking up some facts about E3 2008. Uh, what was, does anyone know what Sony's big surprise was from E3 2008? Just just throw out the, one, uh, one guess. Throw out one guess. Was that like the Sony move or the, the little... Uh, their uh, their camera controllers. Yeah, their motion shit. Nope, that wasn't. I'm thinking that wasn't their big PS announcement. Vita. Their big announcement was God of War three. Oh, oh, that was a fun game. Uh, what was? Did Microsoft have a big one? I don't think Microsoft had a big one. Oh, this was their. Okay, so this was the year they found they announced. Uh, I think it was Final Fantasy thirteen was going to be day and date with what Sony was getting. Oh yeah, so they're because thirteen was the first game to go onto the Xbox. So that was big, and then Nintendo, <laughs> Nintendo's was this was their infamous uh, the music year, and the motion oh, plus. Oh, so like the oh, uh, a very rough oh, E three because other Microsoft stuff was Resident Evil Five. I remember that Resident Evil Five like demo was very like 
oh, wow, do we really want to be playing that? He's in Africa. It's a white dude in Africa shooting people. Uh, it was a very, it was a very like not well received yeah. demo. Uh, well, Fallout Three, he, uh, Prince of Per, I guess it was the the anim- the cell shaded Prince of. Per- it was a very weird E three. Just reading through these notes, I mean, like a lot of people were excited about Resident Evil Five because it was co op. I think, I think when you look back, like the co op was fun. The co op was a lot of fun, but I think a lot of people would have preferred a single player without an AI character with you. So oh, yeah, yeah, the, the, the co op was a necessity. It wasn't that like you wanted it; it was a necessity to play. You needed it. You, you needed need the second person, <laughs> that, or else right, the AI right. is gonna fuck it up. For hold you. on, guys. Hold on. We have to give them credit, though. This is the game that gave us the meme of a lifetime of Chris oh, Redfield Chris punching a boulder. A boulder. This is. So we have to give them credit. This is the year. Oh, that's my least favorite Resident Evil meme. Yeah. The best Resident Evil meme is Jill Sandwich. Jibble Sandwich. Jibble Sandwich. (laughs) Go back to the the Nintendo, though, because I I keep on thinking about this, but when are we going to get a remastered Nintendogs? The Switch isn't a touchscreen, is it? It is touchscreen. It is? Yeah. Yes. I guess it is, yeah. Damn. A Switch is basically it's a console, a tablet, it's everything. Big, My question like is, this. they've been they've been doing all they did like the Pikmin game. They've been so Niantic did Pokemon Go. They did a Pikmin game. They've got the Mario Go. They've got all these different games on phone. Why not do it on like a Nintendogs on your phone? Yeah, Nintendogs was like awesome. I don't know why so, they haven't like done anything about it. It's because they want you to forget about all those dead dogs that are sitting in those cartridges in, in the, in the, in the, the waste. You're Ninte- yeah. It's like a Tamagotchi. Your Nintendo DS is just like a pile of dead puppies. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't think they ever exclusively said it, but like, can something bad happen to your dogs if you didn't stay, like, come back every couple of days or something? I think you come this back. just in. Smashing Game Time gets canceled for talking about dead dogs. I think you come back and like there's... I remember like not playing for like a month and coming back and there being poop in your apartment and you have to like pick it up. Oh yeah. Like they just they poop, they poop. So really you're going to get back and it's just going to be shit everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. It's going to be like a hoarders episode where like you can't walk through and like without stepping in it. Or it's, it's been... like it's like old school Animal Crossing when you're not in your town for a while and you see all those weeds. Yeah, that too. You're going to get in there. It's going to be a full-grown dog, but it's going to see you and be like, that's the fucker that left, and it's going to attack you, and you have to fight. You have to like tap the screen and like try to snap its neck. Like, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I hit the, I hit the stick down. Hit the stick down. <laughs> you're, you're, you're Will Smith in uh, I Am Legend with his dog. Oh, now I'm sad thinking about oh, that scene. I played Call of Duty. You just have to hit that stick really quick. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's not going to play well for the audio Jesus people. <laughs> no, oh, my Hank's, God. Hank's I, telling you not to sleep, Nick. I think Nick <laughs> just choked a dog out on the podcast. Um, As Nick was saying that, he was looking at Hank, who's sitting on the couch, going like, this is for you. This is for Keep you, that shit up. My dog's name is Hank, in case you're wondering. All right, guys. So to finish up the show today, I made a quiz based off of, and it's all here. It's not in the notes, so you can't cheat. Based Man. off of Summer of Arcade. So what we're going to do here is I'm going to read the question. Uh, I want a raise of the hand, or I want a uh, a clap. So you clap if you know the answer. Like, that'll be you buzzing in. And with if my you're hands, wrong, right? Clap with your, yes, not your ass, your hands. <laughs> so you'll do that, and then you'll answer. If you're wrong, the other person has a chance to take it. person with the most points wins, and uh, the loser has to do the next um, speed, the speed cap next week, and I will pick the game based off of the games we talked to today. Jeez, are you guys ready? Um, yeah, yeah. The, the first one will be easy because I gave it away earlier. I didn't want to do it, but it came up naturally. What rapper famously had a video where he minimizes braid to some dumb? Josh, Soldier Boy. That is correct. Ding, 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 ding. Soldier Boy. At all, he didn't clap. He, he clapped. Hey, I saw did. his hands move. I, yeah, no, 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 no. I need here's, to see him on the screen. If you're clapping down yeah, here. I did like this. I did right here. I saw Josh. Listen, listen, listen. Should there be a rule that you can't clap until the question's fully? No, if you know it, you can just clap. Bullshit. Nobody, yeah. I, I wrote this these right not, before the show, so nobody knows them. All right, here we go. Question number two. Have your hands ready, gentlemen. Name a summer of arcade game we did not talk about today from 2008. Uh, Galaga Legions. 
Was it me or I, him? I, Jake, I had Jake first. Yeah, oh, I was the Galaga Legions. Okay, they, you got a or two. We <laughs> are tied. Like, ah. We are tied, gentlemen. Jake, I need, but I do. I saw your hands move, but I need your hands on screen, please. On screen, so you're watching the screen. You can't hear it. Yeah, yeah I'm watching the screen. Oh, it's stupid. All right, because you. What Josh and I discovered is sometimes clap sounds don't go through. Yeah, like here. That's why I don't like this whole clap thing. That's why your hand has to be on screen, Jacob. Yeah, be on screen. All right. Number, we are tied. Question three. What was the working title for Castle Crashers? Josh, don't look it up, you piece don't of shit. Don't look it up. I see Josh, hands on hands in the screen. If nobody knows, three, two, one. I'm sorry, we are still tied at one. The answer was ye old side scroller. The answer was Wait, ye, ye y e old with an e at the end after e side scroller. Oh, this next one's gonna piss you guys off. <laughs> we are tied at one. Uh, how many Microsoft points did all of the 2008 titles cost if you bought them all? How many Wait. Microsoft points? Go ahead. I need the total. Uh, the total if you bought them all. But but like every all or just five game all five games. Uh, five thousand. I'm sorry, that is incorrect, Josh. I'm for this one. For this one, Josh, I want you to guess whoever is closest. I will give the point. Forty-five hundred. I'm sorry, Jake is close. The answer is forty-eight hundred. I was going to say 4800 too. So for a bonus point, because this one has a potential for a bonus point, how many U.S. dollars does that translate to? 4800 Microsoft points. That is uh, 50 bucks. I'm sorry. 50 bucks? What would you say, Josh? 50 bucks? Jake just said 52, exactly you idiot. Said. It's $60. Yeah, it dollars. $60. It was 60 yeah, right, but did. for real, I'm gonna need to honor. You're gonna need to honor the claps, guys. Going so, Jacob or yeah, Jake yeah, has I'm, a lead, two to one, heading into the last shit. question. Last question, I Jake. I'm gonna need to have the full hands on. You're gonna need to sit back the and full hands. I know, but for this last one, for this last one, I want to keep it on the up and up. All right, gentlemen, hands at the ready. What was Summer of Arcade called in the Southern Hemisphere? Josh, I saw Josh. Winter of Arcade. Ding, 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 ding. All right. We are tied. We are, gentlemen, we are tied. We are going to need a tiebreaker here. I was not prepared for a tiebreaker. Give me one se- Give me one second to prepare this tiebreaker. So for this one, I don't want any cheating. I'm going to need pen and paper. You guys are going to have to write down your answer. Oh, I don't have a pen and paper available. How how are you guys at both, how are you guys both at your desk and don't have a pen or paper? Uh, it's a gaming desk, not a writer's desk, butthole. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna have to use your blood then. I'll just use my pen. I'll just use my phone. All right. So yeah, use your phone. Type it on type it on like a notes thing then. All right, gentlemen, what is one of the games released? For Summer of Arcade and the Year of Our Lord 2013. There were only four that year. I don't want any cheating. All right, I see Jake. Josh, don't look. Jake totally cheated. I saw him do it. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way you would have found out any of this. Maybe uh, one. I can see one. I will read can Jake's read answer. I will, I will read Jake's answer out once Josh has given me an answer. I know what he's typing. Hold it up, Josh. Hold it up close to the camera. Oh, there's an X, there's a is that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and flashback for Jake. Flashback for Jake. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for Josh. All right, we're going into double overtime. That's right, double first person bullshit. Double overtime. It helps if you don't cheat, Jake. I saw you scrolling. I, I, you, I knew you did. There's no way you would have figured that out. <laughs> Okay, I was and not. You chose, you chose the longest one to type. This <laughs> was because I, I was gonna pick flashback, but I saw yours. I was like, God damn, I can't pick flashback. Now. <laughs> yeah, I was like, short, I short, see, short. I couldn't see the other two. <laughs> Who developed Shadow Complex? What developer made Shadow Complex? What's your answer, Josh? Jake's right. It's Epic Games, I'm pretty sure. 
I give up. Jake can win. It's Epic Games. We are still tied. It is not Epic Games. It was Chair Entertainment, you clowns. You clowns. Oh, I thought it was. Cause, or maybe, did Epic Games develop it? Or, uh, they, they, publish pub- it? they published it. Okay. They published it, yeah. I, I was like, this. I know it's not right, but it's close. All right, another developer answer. Uh, I will call for you guys to hold up your phone, so don't hold it up right away. So that way we don't have any looky-loos. Uh, who developed the 2011 title Bastion? All right, I'm ready for your answers, gentlemen. Five, four, three, two, one. Stuff. I got it right. It's Supergiant Game. Yeah, Jake got technically it's, got it it's right. It's the same. It's the same. You got no, uh, not at all. All right, Nick. For Nick, the company, it's, it has to be the full thing. Nick, make it like a super difficult one, and then the first person to guesses it incorrectly. Wait, what? I'm then already making it. What are you talking about? I'm making anything. them super difficult, Josh. Well, stop apparently not. Stop it. You stop one. it. They're already super. You guys both didn't know the last one. Hold on. Um. Okay, yeah, here we Josh, go. Josh, you looked it up on your phone, you old butthole. I looked it up on my phone. What was the best-selling? What was the best-selling game of the 2010 Summer of Arcade? Oh, we're gonna have claps for this one. Claps for this one. The best-selling title for Summer of Arcade in 2010. Jake, I saw it Jake's little birdie was... claps. It was Limbo. It was Limbo. Jake takes the win. I don't even know what was 2010. I almost said Monday Night Combat. Is that one? Uh, 2010 was Monday That's, Night. That was in the. That, that was in there. there. But um, Limbo was the best-selling okay. one. Because it was kind of hard. Because I don't think it was Castlevania. It could have been Lord Croft. But I know it wasn't Hydra. It wouldn't have been. It wouldn't. <laughs> Tomb Raider was on on the way down at that point. Nobody cared about Hydro Thunder. Castlevania, like. I think Castlevania and Monday Night Combat were in the running, but Limbo was just like such a runaway game that nobody expected. I was thinking Limbo was 2011. I would never have guessed that. I, th- I thought it was Monday Night Combat, and I was like, I think that would have been it. All right, so Jake wins. That means Josh is doing next week's speed cap, which is going to be about Braid. And we're I'm introducing this. Next week's speed cap, you only get 10 minutes. You get oh, 10 minutes, Josh. For a summer of arcade game, I could do it like that. All right, you know what? You know what? Five minutes, yeah, Josh. You, you thought about whoa, that whoa, whoa. fancy tactic, whoa. so what happened there? I'm gonna speed you up there, kiddo. Five minutes. We're gonna we're speeding up the speed cap this next week. Five God minute speed it. cap. We'll 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 tweak the score. We'll uh we'll sit there and we'll tweak it. Don't you worry. Uh all right, everyone. This has been Smashing Game Time. I'm Nick. You can find me on Twitter at that Kaufman and also at Twitch at Nick Fat Knight. Had to take a break recently to get some writing done, but coming back next week going to do some rts might might play through the story of starcraft too so that's where i'm at jake where can the people find you hey you can find me at jakey boy jakey boy kaufman i'm gonna say dot com not a website damn it uh on twitter and on twitch i'll be playing brahala and probably some tft but mainly brahala at the moment i got a spring championship tournament coming up in may nice joshua you can find me on twitch at I'm Josh Singh. Twitter's being revamped, so I'll hopefully have that soon. Uh, and I think, actually, I'm going to stream this week. What are you going to stream? Uh, I haven't officially decided yet, but I'll actually I'll see what you two think. I was thinking either Dying Light 2 or Cyberpunk 2077, because they're both on my backlog list. I'd say whichever one you're more excited to play. Yeah. Probably Cyberpunk. It's probably, probably going to be Dying Light too. They're, they're both up there. It's like, I mean, so, so I've played a little bit of Cyberpunk since they've updated a lot of it. It's, and I haven't run into any issues, really. It's been running fine for me. Hmm. Go back so, to Tarkov so we can critique you. Yeah, we'll tar- critique your Tarkov game. Dude, I'm, tar- I'm Tarkov out, man. That, I, man, I that man's never going to escape Tarkov. You know what he is going to do? He's going to be in his backyard fighting dandelions after this podcast. Plants versus Josh. It's going to be... Uh, <laughs> It's going to be de- uh, Dark Souls out there for me. I'm going to keep dying to Dandelions. Wait, Josh is, played Elden Ring. Josh is Dave. Played Josh is the Dave guy from the Plants vs. Oh, yeah. with the pot blah, on his head. He's saying you need to get my pot upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> that'd, be an, that'd be an easy uh, Halloween costume. That'd be cool. Yeah. If you, if you get somebody dressed up. Like, you, they don't know what you are. I guess you have to put the plants or something in your pocket. 
That'd be easy. You like glue, like, yeah, like have like one like glue to your like sleeve the or something. Yeah. That'd be cool. shooters. Well, everyone, we are smashing game time. We hope you had a smashing game time with us today. We'll be back next week when we do 2008 Q4 and Josh does the speed cap of Braid. That's right. I said it earlier, Braid. As always, thank you to Alex Marvin Clark for his song, Hunt Him Down. Wow, taking a week off, you really forget all this. For Hunt Him Down is our intro-outro song. And once again, if you haven't, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you all next week, folks. See ya. Bye. Bring your kids.